random children in the room might interrupt me, so I'm going to get started. I know, sorry, sir. Well, be quiet. Okay, so we are in week two of this series, and the series is called Relationship Goals, as you can see. Uh, and we're going to talk each week about relationships and just about the different types that you have, uh, friendship, dating, family, all kinds of things like that. Last week we started with love and we started with talking about what it actually is and how it's so misdefined by pop culture, which, I mean, movies are fun, TV is fun, but we talked about the different ones and how The Notebook would be drastically different if it's Jack Black instead of Ryan Gosling, like it's a creepy movie at that point or funny, whatever. But the point is... Uh, a lot of people will try to define love for you, and they'll try to define it by how they treat you or how they want to be treated. And I'm not talking in a, like, treat others as you'd want to be treated way. I'm talking in a, hey, I would like you to do my homework for me, or I would like you to do this for me, or I would like you to uh, whatever for me. And like they start to kind of use you, and that's kind of relationship sometimes that people deal with. This week, we're going to talk about specifically friendships. And so we're going to talk about, this is from the Golden Girls, which is one of the greatest groups of friends ever. Uh, so stay golden, we're talking. But we're going to talk about friendship and what that means and what it means to be an actual friend and what it means to have an actual friend. Um, because last week, one of the things I continued repeating over and over again is that you are loved and that you are worth it. Uh, this applies also to friendships. Like, you deserve to have good friendships. Sometimes we kind of convince ourselves that this is all I can get. This is all I deserve. Uh, man, nobody really wants to be my friend, and so we just kind of settle. We usually think of settling in, like, dating relationships, but it happens in friendships, too, and it's important to have very strong, close friendships. So I'm not talking about having millions of friends or whatever. Uh, I'm talking about having close friendships uh, that are strong, people that you can trust, people that will tell you the truth. And so I want to talk about a friendship in the Bible that we don't often talk about as a friendship. Um, but it's from Matthew 16, 13 through 23. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, uh, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. So we often talk about Peter in terms of how he denied Jesus, or how he knew who Jesus is here, or how he became a pastor, how he... Uh, did all kinds of things and was his own kind of leader of the disciples. And we obviously talk about Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. Uh, but Jesus and Peter were also friends. Like Jesus was more than that because he was uh, the Lord and he was the Savior and he was the leader. But he was also friends with Peter. Like they had a close, strong friendship. And when you have a good friendship, when you have a friend who actually cares about you and actually listens to you and actually pays attention to you, uh, they will sometimes see things in you that you don't realize or that other people don't see. Uh, so, for example, like let's say, well, I'm going to use Jenna because she's right here. Let's say that Jenna is, ta she's talked about her calling being in ministry and she's talked about that. So in her heart, she's kind of probably always looking for the Lord to speak to her in that way or to uh, continue leading her in that way. And for other people, like with your other callings, it works like that too. Um, her closest friends, like the people that she confides in, probably if she, the first time she said, hey, I'm called the minister, you're like, oh yeah, I see that. Or they might even have told her, like, hey, you should be a pastor. Uh, for some of you, like Cooper, maybe it's like, hey, you should be a professional basketball player. Like something like that, where it's like they see something in you. Uh, and, and so that's what ha is happening here. Peter listens to every word that Jesus says. 
and he cares about him. Uh, he cares about him as his savior, but he also cares about him as his friend. And so he sees him. And so when Jesus says, who do you say I am? Peter's like, he's thinking, he's like, man, you, you know, you're the Messiah. And he says it because he trusts him. And so when you have a close friend, you should have someone who's not afraid to tell you what they think. Now, whether it's good or bad, in this case, it's good, obviously, but who will see you as you are, not as how other people will see you, not as how other people define you, not as what other people will say about you, but they will see you as you are and they will be honest with you. And then you should do that to them, too. Um, a lot of times in friendships, we get kind of scared, uh, like maybe we have a few best friends that we've known for a while, but sometimes even then. Um, especially if we get down on ourselves or whatever, but we get kind of scared to just be honest. So like, let's say you have a friend, uh, let's call him Rob. And Rob is like, listen, so I've really felt uh, uh, that I want to start uh, stunt driving. Like Evil Knievel's gone and I want to kind of take his place. If you guys don't know who Evil Knievel is, he's basically a stunt driver that's dead. And I want to take his place. So I'm going to to take a motorcycle and I'm going to go up on top of the church and I'm going to jump through a hoop of fire over to the school. And he's telling me this and he's like, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. It's so awesome. Now, a lot of times when we see our friend is excited or maybe we've had an argument recently or maybe we're hurting, maybe we're sad, we'll be like, uh, yeah, sure, Rob, go for it. And we'll encourage them. And we think encouraging is what they need. I've griped about this before. I'll gripe about it here. Uh, one of my pet peeves is uh, when people, especially on social media, but we do it in real life too, talk about, um, oh, cut everybody that's toxic out. Now, if you have people who are abusive, people who are constantly criticizing you negatively and just hurting you and tearing you down, yes, that's toxic. But most of the time when people post that, when they say toxic, they mean anybody who disagrees with me, anybody who gives me their opinion, anybody who doesn't just say yes to me. That's not toxic. That's being a good friend. And so it, for the person that just encourages Rob in that situation, that's not a good friend. They don't care about Rob. They just care about what he thinks of them. And so Rob goes up on the church and the motorcycle catches on fire before he even gets to the hoop and boom, it explodes. That's bad. But a good friend, someone who's close, if Rob comes to me and he's like, hey, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. I'm like, dude, have you ever ridden a motorcycle before? And he's like, no. And I'm like, have you ever jumped off of anything in a motorcycle before knowing that you haven't ridden one? He's like, no. I'm like, so why do you think you can do this? And I'm not like yelling at him. I'm just talking to him. Why do you think you can do this? And he's like, well, uh, I saw Snoopy do it on a cartoon once. And I really, really feel a close kinship to Snoopy. I've always kind of patterned my life after him. And I'm like, okay, now let's look at this. And you know, we talk. And, and I'm like, this is not a good idea. This is not something that you're trained to do. This is maybe down the line if you learn how to ride a motorcycle first. You see, you talk to them and you kind of uh, criticize, so to speak, but positively. You're being honest. You're being truthful. Um, in the same way, let's say you have a friend who's like, hey, my mom is out of town this week. And so there's nobody going to be around the house. Let's, let's have a party. I'm going to have a big party and just everybody. And, and we want, we think we want our friends to be like, yeah, that's a good idea. But really, you need somebody to be like, yeah, but your dad is in the other room. Or, hey, that's not a good idea. You're underage or whatever. Like, you want people who will be honest and talk to you. Um, in our lives and the way that we are, we always think that we just want people to say yes. We always think that we just want people to say, yes, that's right. Yes, you're so awesome. Yes, you're, you know everything. And it's nice for a while. But it is never actually what we actually need. And when you have that and you just have people blowing smoke at you, um, when you just have that all the time, 
that's where politicians come from. Like that's where, if you think about the, the celebrities that are, are just insane or the politicians that lie all the time or the sports figures that like always get in trouble, it's because all along the line, people have just said whatever they wanted to hear. But being a real friend is like Peter here. And so we go on to what Jesus says. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone he was the Messiah. So Jesus didn't want everybody knowing he was the Messiah. Right now he wanted people to figure it out for themselves um, because just telling them, nothing happens. Like if you just tell someone, hey, you're a Christian now, Nothing happens. Like, people have to choose that. And so he's telling Peter and all of them, like, I don't want anybody to know. And so sometimes I think when we don't want anything out and our friend says that to us, even in this small context, uh, we'd be like, how could you do that? I didn't want this, blah, blah, blah. But what Jesus does is that's right. You, you got it. You're so smart. You're wise. Thank you for being honest with me. And that's what he wanted. He wanted honesty. He wanted truth. Now we're going to go to the next part where Peter doesn't come off as good, but we're going to see Jesus as a good friend, kind of. Um, from then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, this will never happen to you. Uh, Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are uh, seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. So basically, this is what I was just talking about, how he um, knows what the truth is, but he just wants to say whatever Jesus, he thinks Jesus wants to hear. So Jesus is like, hey, I'm going to die. Now, if one of your friends says that, and I'm not talking in like a dangerous uh, suicidal way, then you want to talk to them, you want to talk to other people. But I'm talking if he, Jesus is saying, I'm going to die someday, and he's telling him scripture, and he's telling him prophecy, and he's telling him what actually is going to happen. And Peter is like, no, 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 nothing bad's going to happen to you. And we think that's what people want to hear. We think that's what our friends want to hear. But Jesus wants to hear the truth just like we do. All of our friends want to hear the truth. Now, you're going to have people who, um, when you tell them the truth, and I'm talking honest, like, you can tell the truth in a negative way, in a mean way. You can say, yeah, you're really stupid for thinking of that, or you really suck all the time, I can't believe we're friends. Like, that's not right. But if you're like, hey, I don't think this is a good idea, and you're being honest, hold on, you're being honest, and you're being truthful, uh, you are going to have people who, ironically, are toxic themselves, and they're going to be like, I don't want to hear that. I want to know, hear just yes. And they'll walk away from you. And it's going to hurt, but those aren't the friendships that help you. Those aren't the friendships that you help. People have to want to hear advice. They have to want to hear what's right. They have to want to hear what's best for them. And again, it has to be in a loving, truthful way. Um, I know that I have friends, I've had friends for a long time that I, I'm fairly close with in terms of just talking, and I can say anything to them, and they can say anything to me. That's few and far between sometimes, because I have other friends where uh, I will see something, and I'm almost scared to say something, not because I don't think I can or because I don't think it's worth it, but because when they hear it, they'll just shut down and be like, I don't want to hear the truth, blah, blah, blah. And it's not that they think I don't want to hear the truth, but it's that they are so uh, caught up in their own... Uh, own life, and I don't mean life in terms of what's best and what's wrong, but their whole like toxic thing or their whole whatever, where they're like, 
I just want to do what makes me happy. And we hear that sometimes. And that's kind of what Peter is saying to Jesus right now. He just wants him to be happy, but Jesus wants people to know the truth. Uh, When it comes to friendships, you're going to have more friendships that are just kind of acquaintances or more friendships that are just kind of hangout than you are really close friends. So I'm not saying that you have to be able to talk like this with every single friend. That's just not possible. I'm saying your best friends, the people that you would consider closest to you. You have to have people there who not only will be honest with you, whether you want to hear it or not, but that you will also be able to be honest with them. And those are the closest friends. Now, you may have other friends that aren't like that, but those aren't the ones you go to for advice, or those aren't the ones that you confide in. Those are just the ones that are there that you play Fortnite with or whatever, or something like that. But it's the whole point of friendship. The whole point of this scripture is Jesus saying, hey, we have to say what's true. Because if we don't, nobody's going to know it. And again, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people who will look at this and say, well, I should just be mean. Because a lot of times, and unfortunately it's a lot of Christians, a lot of times people, hold on baby, it's a lot of times people just want, people just want to have the excuse to be mean, to be angry, to say whatever is mean. And so they'll be like, well, you just don't want to hear it, but I just want to insult you. And they don't actually say that, but that's what happens. So when I say honesty, when I say close friends, when I say good friendship, it is about telling them in a loving way. It is about sharing with them. It is about hoping with them. It is about helping them and about allowing that to happen to you. Because if you want to be a good friend to somebody and you want to be able to give them advice and you want to be able to help them and you want to be able to share with them, but then you won't allow them to do that with you, then you got to understand that they're not going to hear it from you. And so there are going to be a lot of times that this gets really hard. And especially as you kind of get at your age and a little older, like there's going to be a lot of times where you feel like nobody cares what you say and that you don't care what other people say. But it's so important, especially then, especially then, to be willing to be honest. And again, I've lost friends. I've lost people because I've been honest or because they don't want to hear it or whatever. I've lost people like that and it sucks and it hurts. But the ones that stay... The, the, ones, the ones that keep going, the ones that are honest, like that. My best friend is, is two years old, and she just told me not to talk because she wants to end this, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to be done pretty soon anyway. Hold on. <laughs> so this is wonderful for the podcast, but that's okay. This is Beatrice. We talk about her a lot. But the point is, she says that because she knows that I'm not going to hate her. Now, obviously, she's two and you want to take her opinion, blah, blah, blah. But she knows I'm not going to hate her because she trusts in that love. That's the kind of friendship that you want. That's the kind of relationship that you want. That's the kind of hope that you want. See, you don't know that she and I set this up way before. Like, we planned this for weeks where she was going to say something like that and try to do whatever she's doing to the board behind me. Uh, this was all her plan. Like, it was actually her idea. But you want to have friends like that. You want to have friends that will be honest with you and loving with you. And then you want to return that because we see that with Jesus and Peter. And when Peter, when Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, get away from me, Satan, he's not literally calling him Satan, uh, but he's saying, hey, I have this temptation and I need you to be honest with me. I need you to care. I need you to hope. I need you to be a good friend. I need you to help. I need you to be there the way that I am there. And so... <laughs> And so 
The whole point with this series is about relationships that are honest, relationships that are true, relationships that matter, relationships that are golden, relationships that are loving. Um, in a couple weeks, we're going to talk about the latter, and she would have been a good example that week too. But the whole point is, as friends, as people, have friends that will listen to you and that you can listen to, because that is so important, and it's so needed, and you're going to think... I don't want rules. I don't want people to say no to me. You want that. You're going to think you don't because it's nice short term, but long term you want that. And so do that, be that, and help people by just being as loving and truthful and as much like Jesus as you can. And that's all I got.